What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another fun-filled episode of Gentlemen Of with myself, Mike Sartain, and my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Baker. Sir. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, man. We're going to do something kind of interesting and fun today. (laughs) Um, Usually, not that what we don't do otherwise isn't interesting and fun, Um, (laughs) but uh, we're actually going to do something for the sake of having fun rather than just uh, venting our personal biases and opinions. Um, That didn't sound right. Let's start that over. (laughs) <laughs> all right everybody we're back andrew said fuck that what's not edited out so we left it in yes. um so anyway <laughs> uh just to give the listeners out there uh an idea of what we're talking about when we say funko pops uh they're small little action figures slash dolls that depict uh characters from tv shows movies uh, some books, uh, even some politicians have their own Funko. Um, I actually have my own. I have it custom made, uh, as well as one of uh, my wife and son, which are probably my, my favorite ones. Um, but yeah, any any band, musician, show that I love, uh, I always kind of make it a priority to get a Funko of them if if they're available. So. And what was the first Funko that you got? The first one that I got was Opie from Sons of Anarchy, which was given to me by uh, my wife for Christmas. And I don't know what it was about them. I just thought they were uh, they were really cool. And then I would see them just in record stores and uh, places like that where I would shop. And then, you know, gradually, as, as every addiction does, you know, it, it starts slow. And uh, yeah, then fast forward to now and i think i can't tell you what my actual count is i know it's over 200 wow that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of funkos yeah they they tend to they tend to take up a lot of space man i'll tell you that i'm basically (laughs) i'm on a standing uh order right now from my wife that no more funkos can come into the house oh wow um (laughs) There's a reason for that, uh, and it re- literally is because I have no place to put them. Now, you and I talked on another episode about toys and boxing and unboxing, right? And uh, the Funkos are unboxed for a lot of reasons that we covered in that episode, but also out of sheer necessity for space. Because if I had all these boxes, this room would probably be. I would lose a lot of square footage. We wouldn't be able to record. Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. So uh, they are out of their boxes, which I also kind of think gives them a little more personality because I can set them up how I how I want. So you know, you can see here all the what we do in the shadows, guys. They're all together, and they're they're sort of the way that I I feel like they'd be hanging out in real life. And then right. uh, directly in front of the monitor here is is Noel and Liam Gallagher. Uh, the saviors of rock and roll, as I like to call and them. Still friends in Funko form. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it was funny when I, when I got them, they, I do this occasionally. Um, I, I bought doubles of them. And so I have, I have two of them or I have one set of them here. And then I have one set of them in Laszlo's room, uh, which is where most of the other, uh, Funkos are. Okay. Uh, Laszlo is the bearded dragon, everybody. Um, he's awesome. 
so it was a really funny joke when I got Nolan Liam because uh, I actually posted it on Instagram. I was like, I got the lads back together. They're going on <laughs> tour, and, and I get to play guitar on cigarettes and alcohol. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, and over here is uh, Borat. Very nice. Yes. And, um, so yeah, what we're going to do here is, uh, Andrew, you're going to pick one of these mini Funkos that are in front of us. And we're going to talk about that individual, both in, in their character form and, and who they are as, as a person. All right. So go for it, dude. All right. Um, there are so many to choose from here. Um, <laughs> just, just so people listening know, um, we've got people from The Office, people from Parks and Rec, um, musicians across the gamut of musical styles um i see gizmo uh michael myers jeff goldblum et characters from it um there there is a a a lot to choose from here (laughs) yes there are um so we may have to talk about a couple different ones all right throughout this session but uh let's let's start with sexy jeff goldblum all right jeff goldblum the most delightfully weird dude on the planet (laughs) um i love him uh what what is what's your first what was your first exposure to jeff goldblum um you know i i feel like he has just kind of always been there and always will be. Mm-hmm. He was a staple of most of the films that my mom loved when I was growing up. Um, I remember him in The Fly. I remember him in Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Um, yeah, like, yeah, he's just always been a delightfully weird and cool guy. Yeah, he really he's he marches to his own drummer in really every sense of the word. And uh I um I love voices. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he has such a distinctive voice that he would be instantly recognizable like you know, if he were to happen to call one of us up, like you would know it was it was Jeff Goldblum right. from the, it, it, the uh cadence of you know the way the way that he speaks exactly and uh i i think that's just such a cool thing about like like celebrities and stuff like that like that that have that about them where their voice is as as much of a part of who they are as what you see right um have you sorry this is a little side note but there was a tweet that went viral probably last year sometime um where someone had run into a Jeff Goldblum in the wild (laughs) and and went up to him and said, you look like Jeff Goldblum. And he said, Oh, who's that? So she pulled up his picture on her cell phone and he just goes, huh, he's handsome. And she walks away and her friend goes, what what were you just saying to Jeff Goldblum? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just, a beautiful interaction. Yeah. And I think speaks to who he is as a person. I have heard that he's he is a really a, approachable uh person to talk to. Um 
you know, I, I'm, I'm on Reddit a lot and like mm-hmm. people will talk about meeting him there and, uh, kind of that same thing that you're saying where it's just like, you know, you walk away with the experience of having met him. Right. Um, that's, that's a really cool thing. Um, the only, I guess, experience that I've had like that personally, uh, was meeting Noel Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have told this story, but uh, but I actually pissed him off, and he <laughs> and he swore at me. Um, Lovely, yeah. I I am proud like a to full say full rocker experience. Oh there. yeah. Well, that's kind of where I was going because because that was the experience that I got was truly unique, and and I'll tell you how it happened. Uh, I am proud to say that I was in my mid to late thirties when this happened. Uh, I was in the back parking lot of the Tabernacle at two in the afternoon, as you do mm-hmm. when you want to see the talent. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, me, me and my stupid friends went out there and waited for him to get off of his bus. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take a photo of this and I'll put it on Instagram uh, after this episode airs. And so, so you guys can see it. But um, I have in here in the studio hanging on the wall this. Uh, this sound wave, which is basically, um, or a wave form, which is what we see when we're using pro tools or logic or anything like that. And we're actually recording. Um, it's the little, the little bits that kind of go up and down when you're, when, when you're talking. And then, uh, that is, that is called the wave form. So this photo is, uh, Liam's vocal, waveform for the song live forever which is a oh, wow. very classic you know anthem put your arm around your buddy singing at the top of your lungs pour heineken all over yourselves kind of <laughs> kind of song you know yeah. um and so it, it's actually a really really cool thing it was done by an artist uh uh out of atlanta and, and this artist i can't remember their name but they've done it with several uh famous vocalists and there's actually another one that's out there which is the the other version because it was the stereo version so that yeah. would either be the left or the right part of what his vocal was okay so anyway um noel wrote the song liam didn't write many oasis songs and uh you know noel has often done it in his solo stuff and mm-hmm. and his acoustic stuff and all that kind of thing so I was like, how fucking cool would it be to have him sign this? And um, so I, I brought it along with me. As you do. And, as you do. <laughs> you got to bring <laughs> stuff. And uh, he he comes out and, you know, obviously, of course, he's got his manager with him. And, uh, his you know, he's like, okay, don't give him a pen. He's going to use this pen. He's just going to go down the line. And then whoever's at the end, you get that pen. Okay. Oh, don't don't mess with him about. I guess he was very had some had some issues with the pins, <laughs> um, which I mean I get it. You know, it kind of goes back to that curb your enthusiasm episode where Larry doesn't want to use Jason Alexander's pen because he was chewing on it and putting it in his ear and stuff like that. You know, Fair. so valid I would say. Yeah. Um, especially for Oasis fans, you don't know what they've been doing. <laughs> but um, so anyway, he goes down the line and he's got, you know, he's got his, his silver Sharpie and he's, he's going along signing vinyl and whatever. And he gets to me and I hand it to him. And my friends had asked me before, they're like, what are you going to, what are you going to do if he asks you what it is? 
I'm just like, he's not going to fucking ask me what it is. And they're like, he might. I was like, well, then I'll be honest with him. I'll tell him it's Liam vo- Liam's vocal. Now, anybody who knows Oasis knows this, but these two guys famously hate each other. They're right. brothers, and that is where it ends. They absolutely despise each other. And so, uh, sure enough, he asked me, and you know, in his sort of gruff Mancunian accent, he goes like, what is it? And I was like, I was totally just taken aback, and I didn't know what to do, and I panicked. And I said, <laughs> I said, what come again and he goes what is it and i was like it's your brother's vocal he goes fuck oh. off you fucking cunt and then <laughs> <laughs> moves on down the line and was just signing shit and like at first i was kind of bummed out but i was like you know that was an experience like i got to get yelled at and swore at by the chief himself by right. by noel gallagher and so now that's just really something that i that i take along with me and Whenever almost, Liam comes to town, I'll get him to sign it. He'll be fucking well happy to sign it. But it's almost like it's signed just by his anger. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look back in anger. Um, uh, but yeah, going back to Jeff Goldblum, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like he gives that experience to like everybody that he meets. I think there's a handful of other ones that I, I could say that are probably like that. Like I would imagine Zach Galifianakis is probably mm-hmm. a pretty cool guy to talk to. I would. I would think so. Um, I've heard Bill Burr is a really nice guy to talk to despite his anger issues. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that is such a cool thing because I'm sure that it does get just so taxing to just have to continue to kind of be this character that everybody loves in reality and kind right. of live up to that. But with Jeff Goldblum, I think it's really easy because he's just that guy. And he's got a you know? sense of humor about himself, yeah. it seems. Like, he, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Right. So that those who meet him and those around him don't have to get caught up in the the idea of who someone should be. Because it's, it just is natural. Yeah. And mm. I think there's an amazing display of, like, self-confidence and mm. and being okay with yourself because like i think when you talk about people who you know like that you may have a lot of respect for and or or love because of of the work that they've done and then you meet them in person it's like that magic is still there with people like him because it's less of him like playing a role it's more of just jeff goldblum being jeff goldblum cast in that role right and i think that there's only a handful of actors that can that can really pull that off and and give you that experience but um i think for me personally you know one of the things i love about about him is uh a line of his from jurassic park which is something that in my job i use all the time and it's always hitting in my head it's something that you know any engineers out there should should remember and take note of um, Jeff says when they're talking about the dinosaurs, he said they were so preoccupied with the fact that they could, they never stopped to think if they should. Right. And I love the that crux line. of the whole film. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that line because like for me as an engineer and you know, it's like I have all of these toys and all of these things that I could use, you know, and, mm-hmm. and like, but that would take, that takes away from the magic of what I'm trying to do. So, um, yeah, that I hear it in his voice 
you know, when I'm mixing all the time, which is just kind of like an, an added bonus for me because his voice is just such a such a soothing and, and calming thing, but also just like a little bit, you, you can tell there's a little bit of almost like Willy Wonka <laughs> kind of, kind of like, like glimmer behind that. Right. You know? Yeah. And you feel comfortable renting an apartment from him. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. He, he, I think he'd be a cool landlord. I think he'd be like, well, you know, the dog's going to do what the dog's uh, going to do. I, I, mean, I was referencing the TV commercials oh. that he's doing now. Have oh, you that's seen right. <laughs> Apartments.com totally or apartment yeah. finder. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, for those listening, this is the iconic, sexy Jeff Goldblum pose on this Funko. Yes. Splayed out in a prone position with the black shirt unbuttoned. You know, we all know the image. Um, What prompted you to buy this Jeff Goldblum? Uh, Do you remember when and where you got it? It was something very specific that prompted me uh, to get him. That was the arrival of Laszlo yeah. uh, around when I got him. And um, I've, hmm, I want to say I found him at Criminal Records. Okay. Um, maybe not, but I do find a lot of really good ones in there. Yeah. And of, of course, I liked him because, you know, like most of them are, are most of the Funko characters are standing. And just like you said, he's laying down and he's in like his sexy thing. And so. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, well, I love Jeff Goldblum. I love that movie. And also I have a tiny little lizard that is about the size of my index finger who would look great sitting on top of his head <laughs> because it would be like Jurassic Park all right. over again. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. So that's actually how I got him. And, and uh, I still have some of those photos. So uh, I'll, I will post those as well uh with the with the live forever waveform. But um that's how I got him. And now Laszlo could eat him. Now Laszlo could probably <laughs> swallow him whole. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how big those things get. But mm-hmm. I think do you have a favorite film of his? Um I mean I think the fly yeah, is, is classic. It is. Um I think mine and this might give you some time to think about yours. Yeah. Um Mine was probably Roll of Tenenbaums. Um, okay. Or, sorry, not Roll of Tenenbaums. Uh, the Life Aquatic. Okay. Right, um, right, right. Where he plays uh, Steve Zizou's sort of nemesis and uh, his, his wife, I think, you know, ran off and had a relationship with him and, and that kind of thing. And, and he, he does just this amazing job of playing this just total – asshole but who's really nice about it and like i love (laughs) like i know people like that like like in 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 real life who are just like just a total just like yeah i'm gonna do whatever serves me best in any situation that that i'm in right i'm gonna be really like charming and like you know kind of nice about it in a way, and like he, I can't remember his his character's name, but like his interaction with with Bill Murray in that movie was just hysterical. And then, of course, uh, you know, being directed by Wes Anderson, definitely w- they were allowed to play with his with his weirdness, right? Um, in in a lot of ways that that probably other directors wouldn't have even had the the tools to to use. So I think that was a fun way of just seeing his, because it's almost awkward, you know, like, like even like watching 
him deliver the lines. You know, it's like yeah. there's something in like the cadence of 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 his voice and the expression on his face. It it brings this bit of just like I don't know what this guy's gonna say next. <laughs> you know, and like oh, again, completely. Like, I completely. think that's more. I think that's more of just his personality uh, rather than. Um, a character that he's playing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other st- Oh, I have a uh I have a pillow upstairs. I'll I'll include this too, <laughs> listeners. Um I got this from Amazon and I don't know why I got it other than it was just so weird that it made sense. But it's it's Jeff uh in this kind of like white like linen suit like very like I don't know, like, like Miami spirit- Vice style. Or? Uh, think more like cult leader. Oh, okay, okay, okay like kind of drapey, yeah. uh, you know. And All then right. he's he's got his arm around uh, a monkey, and they're just sitting there, and, and like Jeff's just got this smile on his face, and the monkey is looking directly at the <laughs> at the camera and like i th- like I said, I think I saw it on Amazon, and I was like, that is just so fucking weird that that has to come into my house right, and so you know <laughs> i just I just found it really uh really fitting that um <laughs> that even existed because like how I couldn't think of anybody weirder to just put on a pillowcase with a monkey than than Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff but. Goldblum. But anyway, that's <laughs> well, all I got on Jeff. What do you? Do you yeah, I was gonna say let's let's move move to another Funko. All 